Welcome, 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 welcome. It's the Fish and Chip Podcast. Coming at you on a Tuesday, fresh, brand new week. Dan Fish right here, Chip Daly over there. How you doing there, Chip? I am doing. I watched, I know I mentioned it on Friday, but I watched Borat 2 this week. Oh, Boy, can we get an assessment without it a, spoilers? It was about how you would expect it to be. It's pretty stupid, but in a funny way. Um, was it was it as funny as you thought it was? Less funny, more funny? Uh, I mean, I don't know how I expected it. Similar enough to the first one, I guess. Did you what? have high expectations or no? No. <laughs> okay, so, no. It was, so it's uh, fair to Midland is what you're saying for funny. Yeah, it was... Uh, Definitely a lot more political than I thought it would be, and it was very irrelevant to 2020. So, like, five years, ten years from now, I don't know if it's going to be quite as funny. Yeah. Like, it's more well, of a... It, it wasn't in theaters, was it? No, just... It was an Amazon Prime thing. Okay, I was wondering how you got it. Okay. Yep. So, for all the Prime, you can also listen to us on Amazon Prime Music. <laughs> yeah, just say, hey, Alexa, play Fish and Chip Pod with your sp- smart speaker. Yes, and she'll do it. Dan showed me. She does it. She does it. <laughs> I just got an Amazon uh, smart speaker last week. Wow. And if so, you have a smart yeah. TV with Alexa, you can say, let's watch Borat 2 subsequent movie film or whatever it's called. Or if you have Google stuff, you can be like, hey, Google, play Fish and Chip Pod. Yes. On Spotify, Anchor, Apple Pod. <laughs> or Google, even. <laughs> or Google. Wow, look at that. All the plugs in. And Twitter, Efficient Chipod. Boom! Roasted. Okay, here we go. Some uh, some news. Um, Saturday was the fight that we mentioned last week. Khabib defeated Justin Gaethje. Um, and then after a, the match... A weird time, I might say. Yeah, well, <laughs> like I said, it kind of... The UFC has weird times. Sometimes they're fighting at midnight um, for the main event, and sometimes they're fighting at like 3 in the afternoon. Um based on like where their audience is supposed to be. Well, Khabib's audience is obviously over in Europe. So they did it for his time zone, I believe. Anyway, um, after the match, he retired. Khabib retired. Um, I don't think that's going to be a long retirement. From my understanding. 29 and 0. Yeah. Um, from my understanding, the reason why he retired is because with all these new regulations due to COVID, um, his father wasn't able to be at the fight or something like that, or he's not going to be able to be at the fights. And he said, I promised my dad when I started this, if I wasn't going to be able to have him with me, I wasn't going to do it. So I'm thinking, at least that's what I heard. I'm thinking that if his dad's invited back because of the COVID restrictions being lifted, or maybe, I don't know. Maybe the UFC banned him. I don't think they did, but um, anyway, he's so that's the reason he retired. So I could see that being lifted and him probably fighting in like a year or so. Yeah, maybe. I guess we'll see. I feel like these fighters, once they get to a certain point, I always say they're retiring, but then they always do like three more fights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, look like, at Conor McGregor. How many times did he retire? Connor, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, MLB or you got some other yeah. little No, things? I was going to say, Conor McGregor said something like he tweeted, like, I can't remember, whatever. He said something that was maybe hinting that he wants to fight him again or something. I don't know. Because they fought well, once, right? Yeah, they fought once. And in my opinion, McGregor doesn't have a chance against them. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. 
because Khabib has just like such a much better ground game than everybody. So he's just impossible to beat. Yeah, true. I don't analyze fights, but sure, I'll take your word. Yeah. Yeah, let's I mean, go to MLB. Connor wants to do the knockouts. He's kind of a longer, lankier guy. Mm. Khabib is, if I get you on the ground, I'm going to submit you. Gotcha. I see. So, yeah, uh, he's I... pretty tough. It's not a good matchup for Connor. If they were both, like, you know, swinging for the fences, it's a 50-50 fight every time. But Khabib's going to dominate if he ever faces him again. Even in their primes, even if Connor was in his prime still, I think Khabib would win the fight. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, oh, MLB and MLB. The Dodgers. We won. left off on Friday. We left off after Game Two. Yes, Game Three was Friday. Four and five Saturday, Sunday. Right. Uh, there was a game Friday. Yeah, we we aired before, so we didn't cover Game Three. Oh yeah, so right, 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 right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Dodgers won Game Three on Friday, six to two. Yeah, not nice. close. That was that was a solid win. Saturday was a fun one. Oh my gosh, the Rays took that one, but it was back and forth, lots of hits, crazy stuff. Yeah, they went like five straight half innings of taking the lead. I yeah, believe it was just back and forth. And then the ninth, um, they had what first and second, first and second, and there's a single to the outfield. This, um, for the, the for the Rays, I would just say it. real quick. The second inning was the only inning that did not have a run scored. <laughs> Jeez. Um. Anyway, there's a single to right field or middle of center and right, and the center fielder Taylor comes up to grab the ball, kind of drops it. The guy from second is going to score to tie for sure, but as he stumbles and bobbles it, um, Randy Rosarina, believe that's how you say his name. Uh, he's so. coming around third and he is going to be out by a mile and the catchers in such a hurry. Will Smith, as he gets the relay from the first base line, um, it's kind of going to the right of home plate. So he's got to get the ball and then get all the way across the home plate to get the tag. But he had plenty of time. He just didn't realize it because he can't have his eye on the runner and the ball. At the same and time. the runner pulled the Daniel Jones and tripped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he kind of stopped and was going to retreat. Down. Um, so best case scenario, they had him in a squeeze, um, mm-hmm. and he drops the ball at home plate and a Rosarina is able to come in and slide, slide in safely for the yeah. win. It was a crazy finish that game. Yeah. And it was a game where it completely flipped the series on its head because it's two, one Dodgers. And if they just get the save in the ninth inning, they're up three, one, which is probably insurmountable for the race. Yep. Most likely, However, they win, and they have all the momentum in the world. Well, not for Clayton Kershaw. Well, no, because you know what happens the next night. The oh, Dodgers, so Mookie Betts gets up, leads off with a double to start the game, and then Corey Seager gets him, gets him in, and they score the first run on two hits in the first inning. And from there, they shouldn't look back because they want to they play with the lead against the Rays. Um, and they took all the momentum that they – had maybe built up the Rays, maybe built up Saturday night, and took it away within two at bats on Sunday. Yep, real quick. Yeah, it's three to zero after the second inning. But then the Rays yeah. kind of fought back. They scored two in the third, but then that was it. Yeah, I mean, there's some questionable uh, 
calls that Dave Roberts made as far as pulling his pitchers. Kershaw had gone five and two thirds. He had gotten the first two people out in the sixth inning on two pitches. And um, I believe he was facing a right-handed batter and he, he pulls him. And I mean, Kershaw didn't have his best stuff, but it was kind of questionable that like, why would you do that in only the sixth inning? But they brought in Dustin May who had struggled earlier in the series and he came in and he just started mowing people down. Yeah, I believe he, he retired seven straight or no, he, he retired five straight batters and gave up a hit and then got another out or gave up a walk. And there's a guy on first with two outs in the eighth, I believe. Right. I don't know. I lost track, right. but um, I was uh, flipping back to the Sunday night football game and the World Series. Yeah. So anyway, he chooses to pull dust in May again, because there's a lefty come. They were going to pinch hit um, Choi who's a lefty batter to go against May and Dave Roberts goes and pulls his guy then. And I was like, man, he, he was throwing 101 miles an hour and his stuff had movement on it. I was like, why would you pull him? He's, he's cruising. And then they almost, almost made the comeback in the ninth inning. Then, So he got or eighth inning and they were very lucky. Yeah, and the Rays. Not I'm, to give up run. I missed this, but you said that one of the Rays players nearly stole home. Yeah, Margot, um, I believe that was in like the fourth inning, fourth or fifth. Um, he's on third base, and he, I mean, he's third of the way down the line already. And Kershaw gives him one little look, and as he comes back, you know how he raises his hands above his head and takes a long time to deliver. Uh-huh. Um, he takes off, and I believe Muncie from first base hollers at him and let him know, and he has to step off the bag so he doesn't, or step off the rubber so he doesn't get a get a box, and then rifles at home, and got him out by, I mean, the slightest of margins, yeah, the slightest of margins. I thought he was safe in real time. I was like, oh my gosh, what a way to loot, like give up the lead. <clears throat> yeah, would have tied uh, the game. Yeah, it would have tied the game, and uh, I was waiting for the Rays to challenge it because he was called out. And they never challenged it because they were looking at replays and like, yeah, he was out. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And it took me about five more replays before I was finally convinced. And I was like, yeah, he was out. But, man, that was close. Oh. Uh, that was a bold move. And I think you also texted me. You said it was a good play by both sides, which it was. Yeah, I mean, it was a great call because Kershaw is a perfect person to uh, – you know, steal off of in that situation to steal home. Other teams have done it in the past. He said, he believed, I think he said after the game that the Astros did it to him in the postseason before. Um, And I mean, he had such a lead and such a break and really, I mean, it was a great base running play. It just, the tag was perfectly executed. Yeah. And heads up by the first baseman to say, Hey, you going. Yeah, and that's what Kershaw said after the game, too. He really gave a lot of credit to the first baseman because he's like, hey, my first baseman has to know in that situation that I'm going to give him one look, and then I'm going to go into my delivery. And if he goes, you got to let me know because he's yeah. a left-handed pitcher, and obviously his back's towards the third baseline. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Indeed. So then game six is tonight, Tuesday. Yep. Blake Snell's pitching for Tampa, and... Tony Gonsolin, I see. He's is he a starter? He is a starter. He, yeah, but he's it's going to be a bull, bullpen type thing. Okay. He was the one that got pulled uh, in an inning in the third inning. So okay. it's going to be a bullpen day, um, which game five is critical for the Dodgers to win because now, worst case scenario, they go game seven, they're going to get Walker Bueller another shot at the mound. Yeah. So, I mean, yes. I kind of think that the Rays are going to win game, game six here. I hope so. Blake Snell pitched really well his first time against the Dodgers, so. 
if yeah. he can do that again, I think Tampa will win game six and we're going to have a fun game seven. And then game seven will be on Taco Wednesday. <laughs> yep, Taco Wednesday. And uh, that would be Charlie Morton and, uh, like I said, uh, Walker Bueller. Yeah, most likely. They don't have it listed, obviously, but yeah. Yeah, that's that's probable. So yes, get your, get your unless tacos. unless they shock us and throw Walker Bueller out there for Game Six, put Kershaw back. Yeah, he could probably throw again. He did one day off. He only went five and two thirds. Yeah, two days off, Monday and Tuesday. Oh yeah, yeah. he'll be rested. Oh, for Game Seven, you mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought about that. I thought he'd be at least a reliever in Game Seven if they get there. I'm sure they'd have him available for reliever. Yeah, for sure, for say. sure. But yes, tacos. But you never know. If Walker Bueller goes, he might go seven or eight innings. So yes, I don't uh, have to worry about that. Um, the tacos that I keep referring to for free at Taco Bell on Wednesday because someone stole a base. It also is a preview of the game today. <laughs> what game? The baseball game? No, the game I'm playing with you. What game? Oh, first of all, <laughs> the game, game we do every episode. Oh, I thought. Oh, I get it now. I thought. <laughs> the baseball game i'm like what 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 are tacos having to do with the game tonight (laughs) oh okay interesting i'm interested i don't know what direction (laughs) you're gonna take this um why don't we get close to wrapping up segment two play the sound chip and then we'll get or segment one we'll get some segment two play the sound chip it's time for dan's favorite athlete on earth today all right not quite an athlete but a coach today because I feel like this has to be highlighted. Um, did you hear that Ron Rivera now, coach of the Washington football team, uh, he had his last treatment for cancer. And I saw a really cool video on the internet of him walking out and everybody celebrating um, after his treatment. And then, you know, as all cancer patients do, they get to ring the bell when they're done with treatment or whatever. Yeah. So I, I got to see that over the weekend. That was pretty cool. That's cool. And uh, they won too. They yeah, and they won on Sunday. Yeah, we can talk more about that segment too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just thought I had to say we we did mention that before the season that we yeah, came yeah. down with, and uh, that he was going through treatments and you know having IVs at half times the games just to be coaching, and I just wanted to let everybody know uh, Ron Rivera, my favorite coach slash athlete today, um, finishing his treatment. Congratulations! Beautiful. Just beautiful. All right, segment two, fish and chip pod next. Welcome back to the fish and chip podcast. Shouting out uh, Mysteria Austria. It's on our list and it's lying again. I'm Chip Daly, Dan Fish over there. And as we do now in the second segment, NFL talk for week seven. Dan Fish, okay? Dan Fish, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. That's uh, what I thought you sounded like when you were oh, doing the intro. Dan, Dan Fish, okay? okay. <laughs> Uh, before we get to the games Antonio Brown we mentioned him last week about potentially going to Seattle well he's uh, going to Tampa Bay and I feel like of all there's only a handful of teams I feel like did not need a receiver especially Antonio Brown and Tampa Bay is one of them and for some reason they're signing him to a one year deal yep Tom needs as many options as possible I think it's I kind of hope it backfires like something bad happens yeah. just because they don't need all these players. I know they've signed so many players this year. They already have, yeah, they already have two great receivers in Mike Evans and Godwin. And then they uh, draft one. Yeah. Tyler Johnson and uh, Scotty Miller both had touchdowns on Sunday. 
They're the third and fourth string guys, basically. Yeah, they have three good tight ends, but now one's hurt. Yeah, and they have three running backs that are decent. Yeah. So, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. There's no way. Like, one of these receivers is going to get mad that they're not getting the ball. Probably Antonio yeah. Brown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tom did like throwing to him last year, but yeah, um, I just, yeah, I don't think that's a good personality, especially when you got guys like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin who are kind of younger and, yeah. uh, you know, they seem like they're maturing very well yep. um, in their careers. So, and I don't know. might ruin it. Yeah, it's not a good person to be around, I don't think. But yeah, I don't like. It. However, um, I think Arians said he thinks that AB's matured a lot. So well, I hope so. We'll find out. Yep. For his sake, I hope he has. Yeah. Um. On other news thing. So there's been lots of COVID in these teams lately and delays and stuff. But uh, the Jaguars running back Raquel Armstead. Um. They drafted him last year, and one reason why that they got rid of Fournette is because they thought Armstead would be one of their main backs, but now they have Robinson. Anyway, he has yet to practice at all or play at all this season because of COVID. And now they said he's going to miss the rest of the season because of complications. I guess he's been hospitalized twice from it. Um, so when people say, oh, athletes are going to be fine, that's this is an example of why so many also opted out. Um, yeah, means- I wonder if he has like some sort of asthma or something like that. Um, I, I, have a, I have a friend that got COVID here probably like a month ago, I guess that I heard about it. And uh, he said he has asthma and the doctors told him it's going to be like months until you feel mm-hmm. back to normal. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it hits everyone differently. Which Yeah. He, he might have some sort of respiratory problems yeah, or, that's true. you know, so yeah, keep, uh, keep wearing your mask. Don't touch people. Yep. Stay away. <laughs> um, <laughs> Since we talked about Mr. Rivera and the Washington football team, let's start there with our sure. favorite quarterback, Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Uh, so we talked about. I feel like we talked about him like three times now recently. But yeah, um, I don't, it must have been an away game. He when he was still playing, he brought a family member. They say to a hotel room, which was a big no-no against the rules. So he got fined by the team. Then he also didn't show up to the game like two weeks ago. And like you said, you should just cut him after he didn't show up. And now I really feel like they should cut him after. He's no longer following rules. He's not coachable. Yeah, I don't know. He's not good. Yeah, (laughs) the big one, he's not good. (laughs) That's like number one. I mean, like if he's not coachable and he's not following rules, but he's the best player in the league, yeah, shrug your shoulders. But if he's not good, cut him. Yeah, like, come on. Yep. So I don't know why. I feel like that's team. completely from ownership because Dan Snyder wanted him so bad. Yeah, probably. I think Ron Rivera doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. He's he's like I just he just wants to win with the best available. Yeah. Options. Which they did win against the Cowboys. Cowboys are atrocious right now. The Cowboys <laughs> have quit. I mean, let's just face it; they have quit on the season. Yeah. They scored three three points against three Washington. Points. I mean, I think they're just complete disgrace. I mean, granted, now like you probably want to lose at this point as a franchise, but like the effort that their players are putting forth is just terrible ever since Stack went out. And just because yeah. he went down, I mean, you signed a backup quarterback in the offseason. You think you still have a chance. You were in the lead of the division, and now it's just like <laughs> you guys completely quit. I don't Man, want I, to hear. I'm sorry. I'll I'll say it after. 
I, I would feel terrible if I was a coach on that team because your players have just quit on you. Yeah. Like Mike McCarthy has to feel so bad. Like he's mm-hmm. doing such a terrible job. Those players. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't want to hear from people anymore that Dak isn't good. I mean, he's not like the best, but I mean, look how bad they are without him. Oh, yeah. I mean, some people say, oh, I don't think Dak's that good. It's just his team. He's got the best line and best running back. Well, Andy Dalton should be able to succeed then, but he's not. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, when we talked about it when Dak got hurt, we thought that the Cowboys would still have a chance with Andy Dalton. This is just showing how bad they actually are. Yeah. The rest of them. Uh-huh. They're, uh, yeah. And <laughs> the sad thing is they're still, like, in second place for their division. Yeah, I mean, record. there's but, a lot of things that we could blame point fingers at. It's like, well, you know your secondary is terrible, but you drafted a wide receiver in the first round. Like, what do you expect yeah. to happen? You're going to give up a lot of points then. Yep, when they already have two good receivers. Yep. And a tight end. And tight ends, yeah. And a running back. Yeah. <laughs> yep, so, uh, yeah, Dallas. What? <laughs> I think uh, I texted you, but I saw a tweet that said maybe this is Dallas's plan all along is to tank the rest of the season, and then they'll get Trevor Lawrence in the draft next year. Yeah. That was I, don't, I don't think they're going to beat out the Jets, though. I don't think so. Either. The Jets are equally bad. Speaking of the Jets... Our uh, survivor picks, yeah. The the Jets and Bills, your your Bills. That was uh, quite in the game. <laughs> Eighteen to ten. Come on, man. Never a doubt. Uh, it was. Uh, I'm cursed. Get- I I'm flat out <laughs> yeah. cursed. That game should have been like forty to six. And they were down ten nothing. Yeah. Right before the half, the Bills did not like, score a touchdown. It was I mean, just come on. It was six field goals by the Bills. <laughs> Can I pick a team that like I don't have to worry about I come don't know. fourth I, quarter? I feel like whatever I mean, <laughs> whatever team you pick. It's, uh, I'm picking the Titans over the Texans, who it's like one of the best teams versus one of the worst teams, and they go to overtime. I pick the Chiefs over the Chargers, one of the best teams in the league versus one of the worst. They go to overtime. I pick the Bills over the Jets. They are trailing with three minutes left in the first half. Yep, ten to nothing. <laughs> You, uh, they were still losing at halftime. It was ten to six. I think Seattle, one of the best teams in the league, over Minnesota. What uh-huh. happens? They win by one point on the last drive. Yep. So if uh, you're following along and doing survivor picks at home, don't uh, <laughs> maybe don't listen to Dan's picks, even though they've well, all been right. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm. I got, I got eight points in seven weeks. I'm basically eight out of nine at this point in the season picking stuff. Um, but. Like all the picks, when I'm going into it, I feel really confident. Like on paper, it should be a blowout. <laughs> They're just like all going to overtime. It's like, yeah. what the heck? <laughs> Even the Bills, they beat the Jets the first time around handily. Like, why couldn't they yeah. just do it again? I don't know. I don't know. I think the Bills are kind of in a funk right now. Yeah. And they might have just overlooked them a little bit too, thinking, yeah. okay, well, we're going to win this week. We just got to show up, you know? Yeah. And kind of didn't show up for a while. Yep. So, including that game, this is something I noticed. There was a total of 13 games. Seven of them were all one possession, and six of them were within a field goal or less. So it's a very close weekend of games. It was yeah. a few one point ones, Eagles, Giants, Lions, <laughs> Falcons, which I want to talk about it. Oh, gosh, don't. I don't want to. You don't want to talk about that? The, no. Uh, <laughs> the Falcons did what uh, Penn State did on Saturday. Yep. They scored uh, a touchdown when they shouldn't have. Yep. So, Falcons, Penn State, they had the ball with like, what was it, less than two minutes left? 
All yep. they need is a first down, and then they just run out the clock and win. Both teams happen to score kick a, a field goal, kick a field goal to win. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, the Falcons were ahead, so they just needed to get a first down and then kneel it. But <laughs> Todd Gurley ran it. He was kind of getting tackled, so he wanted to get the first down. And I think he kind of stumbled a little bit into the end zone and tried to stay out, but he scored a touchdown. And I've which- never seen a defensive player. Avoid a guy so much, avoid tackling a guy so much, and then when the guy falls to the ground and goes into the end zone, hold his hands up in yeah, the air like, like touchdown. He did it. He touchdown. scored. <laughs> he scored. He scored. Like that's what yeah. we wanted you to do. Yep. So that made it twenty-two to made it a six-point game. Yeah. Okay. Twenty-two sixteen, and then Detroit obviously runs down the field. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then uh, yeah, the Lions win by one. They yep. just would have fell down, you know, after the first down. They would have won. The Falcons would have won. But it's the Falcons, and they lose in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, I heard a very funny tweet over the weekend that said, like, if 2020 was a football game and we just entered the fourth quarter of it, you know, the fourth quarter of the year, uh-huh. um, I really hope we're playing the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That would be it. Um, there's only one yeah. unbeaten team left in the NFL, and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. However, I want to pump the brakes. I think they're for real contender in the AFC, but I think come playoff time, Ben's going to have to play better. Um, he's throwing way too many interceptions. They have him throwing 49 passes yesterday with three picks against the Titans, and he needs to not turn the ball over, and they need to not ask him to throw it 49 times. <laughs> yeah. If they're going to be successful when they start playing teams like Kansas City, Baltimore, you know, that sort of caliber. Yeah, they're playing uh, Baltimore this coming week, I think. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. If he's going to throw that many picks, Baltimore Ravens should win by 20. (laughs) Yeah, they should. And if they're going to have him throw 50 times against the Ravens, he's going to throw picks. Uh That's what's going to happen. Yeah, he had some bad throws. Yeah, so I just think they they seem for real. Their defense is definitely um, premier in the NFL, but man, I mean... Yeah. You can't have Big Ben throwing it 50 times and hope to win. Not anymore. All right, you want the last little bit that I got? Yeah, I think you have some rants or beefs. Beef well, I kind of ranted it already about the disgrace that the Cowboys are. <laughs> but I got a rant. Uh, or I got a beef with Baker Mayfield. I mean, <laughs> I'm just so done with the guy. Oh, uh, wait, real quick. Just news of when we're recording. Um Odell left the game with an injury. It's an ACL tear, they're saying. Yeah, and Jarvis Landry got hurt yesterday, too, I think. Oh, my. Um, But anyway, I just can't with Baker Mayfield. I was such a fan of him when he was coming out of college. I didn't think he was the first overall draft pick or deserved that, but I thought he'd be a good NFL quarterback. Um, However, they get off to a 4-1 and start this year, and he's not being asked to do too much. You know, he's thrown for, like, under 200 yards a game and not a whole lot of touchdowns, but they're winning games. Like they're four and one, you know, or no, what were they? Did they win? No, they lost to uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And after losing in blowout fashion, to the Pittsburgh Steelers and throwing interceptions and yada, yada, yada. Um, he's like four and two has never felt so much like oh and six. It's like, dude, come on. You're four and one and you're the Cleveland Browns. Like, we're all cheering for you guys to finally <laughs> be worth a damn. Yeah. And you got to come out here and say something like that as a franchise quarterback when you're just not putting up the stats that you want to be putting up. Like, 
grow up a little bit and just realize you're four and two and you're in really good position to make the playoffs and quit pouting about the fact that you're not throwing for as many yards and touchdowns as you wish you were. And then I was hoping that they kind of lost yesterday to the Bengals of all people. They almost did. They almost did. But then, of course, he throws for over 300 yards and three touchdowns or whatever. And after the game, he's like, I think this should really give us a lot of confidence on the offensive side of things. I'm like, dude, you barely beat the freaking Bengals. I think. And And you go from one week saying, oh, Four and two has never felt as good or never felt more like 0 and 6 in this season. But then one week later, you're coming off boasting that your offense and everybody involved in it should be given a lot of confidence because you beat the Bengals. Come on, dude. Yes. Although That's I th- ridiculous. I think the Bengals are a little bit better than the record shows at one and five. But- I agree. But like, it's so ironic that because you threw for 300 yards, because you threw for like three touchdowns and you won a game. Now, all of a sudden, everything's hunky-dory. Yeah. But you were winning games throwing for 165, and you said it feels like we're 0-6. Come did, on, did man. Did he say that after the Steelers, though? And like, after like the Steelers game when they were 4-2. So yeah, he said, I've never felt like 4. Or 4-2 has never felt like oh, so much like 0-6. It's like you're 4 and freaking 2 You were 4-1 going <laughs> yeah. into that game. Be freaking happy about it. Who cares if the running game's carrying you and your defense? You're winning football games. Well, I think but it was, no, they I would have laughed yesterday. If, though. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying like, if he would have thrown for 300 yards yesterday and they lost and they're four and three, I guarantee he goes to the podium and he still says, well, I know we lost, but I guarantee that we should be filled with confidence on the offensive <laughs> side of the ball. Cause now we're starting to move the ball better. Yeah. Like, maybe. no, this is not okay. Like be happy that you're winning regardless if you're the star or not. Like it just shows that he's another personality that doesn't fit well with Odell Beckham. Yeah. Yeah, and Odell had fits on the sideline during the Steelers games too. So I'm just saying, like, you're the quarterback. You're the one that's supposed to be like the leader of the team and making making everybody come together. And you just seem like you're making more trouble than you're worth. Yes. Sorry. Good. Rant. It's the same thing about Dan- Dwayne Haskins. It's like, what are you doing for me? Like, I'm not giving Baker another contract if I'm the Browns. Like, maybe if he'll you settle wouldn't? for minimum. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't because he's not leading that football team. Yeah. But I step, if I was Kevin Stefanski, I'd be looking for a new, new quarterback somehow. Hmm. Uh, I think uh, maybe, you know, the, maybe the Vikings would get Kirk, up on Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I, I'd do that trade if I was the Vikings. <laughs> I think the Browns would too. Well, yeah, take him. I don't want him. Yeah. I think Kevin Stefanski would be completely fine. Yeah. Or, let's, let's do it. Let's just or just take it for Kirk straight up. I need yeah. Baker for a year. Or just let Baker go and play Case Keenum for a year and then get a draft pick. Yeah. Draft quarterback. Um, real quick, one fun fact about that game yesterday. I, it was the first time ever that there was five lead changes in the fourth quarter, all from passing touchdowns. Yeah. That game Good was really back there. and forth at the end. It was kind of fun. Although I just said the highlights, but it, it looked fun. Yeah, I, know. I, I caught just like the last two drives of the game. So Joey Burrow had a good game. Yeah, he did. 400 yards. He looks, he looks like he's going to be able to do something someday. Yes, he does. Although he's on pace to like have the most sacks of all time, which goes <laughs> to show how bad their line is. And he's still putting up good numbers. They have a four-year window right now, if you're the Bengals, to be good. While his contract is yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. While, while his contract's, contract's low, low, then you get offensive line, 
keep the defense as good as it is, if not upgrade a little bit, and then, you know, add a, maybe another receiver or tight end running back. I mean, Joe Mixon's all right, but yeah. they need some sort of superstar, not just like average guys. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, T. Higgins, who they drafted this year, wide receiver, and Tyler Boyd are both going to be really good wide receivers. Yeah, I think that could work out. Uh, yeah, it's just mostly the line. Not, I don't know about their defense, I guess. Doesn't seem that good. I think it's all right. Yeah. I think they need to upgrade a couple positions, but not like they don't need to revamp the whole thing. You know, they no. got they got a couple good players in every level of the defense, I feel like. Yes, that's probably fair to say. All right, you want to do the pick ups Let's do it. Uh, I only have a couple. Four, five, four, whatever. All right, first guy is a must pick up if he's available. He was dropped a lot last week. He was dropped in 11% of leagues. Chase Edmonds running back for the Cardinals. That one at 55.3%. Kenny and Drake was carted off the field in Sunday night's game. He's starting running back. Chase Edmonds, I think he's honestly just as good, maybe even better. He just doesn't get his play time. Uh, so, yeah. Pick him up! Uh, Eagles, tight end. Richard Rodgers. Pick him up! Because they are just <laughs> losing everyone. Zach Ertz is out for a while. Uh, I think Dallas Goddard's out for the season. So Richard, is that their like, fifth string tight end? And basically. what are they on, like the ninth wide receiver this year? Yeah. And uh, Carson Wentz still find ways to throw touchdowns. And, and win. Yeah, and win. And uh, Richard Rodgers, he was with the Packers. I don't know why I remember this. It was like a crazy game, I think, against the Lions like five years ago. It was a Hail Mary at the end of the game, and it was Rodgers to Rodgers! Oh, yeah, against Cardinals? Yeah. Uh, I oh, no, nice. D- Detroit, Detroit. Yeah, it was against the Detroit. It was, it was uh, uh, that Jeff Janis guy was the one against Cardinals. Or like yeah. the multiple one, ones against the Cardinals. Um, I don't know why this, when we just talked about Carson Wentz, I just thought about the Eagles-Giants game last Thursday. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> You're right, we didn't. You want to just mention what Danny Boy did? <laughs> yeah, I kind of mentioned it when we were talking about the World Series, but... <laughs> um, uh, yeah. What were they on? Like their own 20? 15? Yeah, it was like the, it was like an 85. Yeah, it was like going to be like an 85. Yeah, so Danny Jones, quarterback for the Giants... <laughs> found a huge hole and was running and he, I mean he was gone like he should not have been caught and he no. actually, he uh has the fastest speed of a quarterback this season somehow Dude, he was humming too like he, he was, was humming. humming yeah faster than Lamar Jackson which surprised me this year um like 21 something miles an hour 21 got, and a half yeah he got to like the 15 yard line on the other side of the field <laughs> Actually, around around midfield, you could kind of see him start to stumble a little bit. His upper body was going. His <laughs> lower body just couldn't quite keep it. Yeah, his legs were not quite as fast as his head wanted to go. And uh, by the time he got to about the 15, he just tripped and fell. And, yeah, it was comical, but good for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then the Eagles won that game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, was there anything else that you were going to say about that? No. <laughs> All right. Uh, two more guys. Uh, Cole Beasley. I mentioned him maybe even twice already for the uh, Bills. Still available in 39% of leagues. On Sunday, he had 11 catches for 112 yards, and he's had double-digit PPR points every week since week two. I don't know why people aren't picking him up. Uh, he had like 20 points yesterday or Sunday. Uh, I have my team, and he's <laughs> been my steadiest option receiver, which is sad to say, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, pick him up. And then pick last, him up. Lastly, 
as we just said, Odell Beckham is out for the season, most likely. And uh, you said Jarvis Landry's hurt. I think he was just on the sideline for the last drive. Okay. I don't know if he's. I don't know what. He, I'm guessing it's probably just something minor. But mm, he was not. Okay. He was not on the game winning drive. I don't believe. Well, the uh, the Browns have. I'm just looking now. They have two guys that are owned in like 0.2 percent of leagues. One is a rookie, Donovan Peoples Jones. Is his name? Who had the game? Yeah, he got the, he got the game winner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was not my go to guy. Richard Higgins is my go to guy, but yeah, monitor both of them. Um, Higgins was the third number three guy. He's going to definitely move up to the number two, maybe number one if they're Landry and Jones are both out. So uh, worth a worth a roster spot, I'd say. Pick him up. Yeah, agreed. Yes, and that's it. All right, game time. Game time fish and chip pod coming next. Welcome back to the fish and chip podcast. Oh, I liked how my voice sounded there. (laughs) I have a fun stat that I wanted to give all the haters out there because I forgot to do it. Segment one. Did you know Clayton Kershaw's four and one this postseason? Wow. Yeah. Who Things says he can't pitch in the postseason? Four and one. Four and one in the postseason this year. Is he going to be MVP? No. Um, <laughs> I believe I believe right now Seeger's gonna get it. Oh, yeah, if the Dodgers win. He's been having a good playoff <laughs> speaking of which another fun set now he has the most home runs all time of a shortstop in one postseason however he also is second place overall now um in home runs i believe he's at nine in one postseason only one guy in front of him <laughs> that guy's playing for the race <laughs> <laughs> crazy randy rosarina or whatever he's, his name is uh he's hit more he's hit i believe one or two more might be at 10 or 11 and seekers at nine that's it's still a lot. They're hitting one every other game. Yeah. Wow. And both of those records. It's weird how that happens. Like a lot of times it seems like like one of those records. When, set, when a record like, finally gets broken, it's yeah. by like two people at the same time or yeah. like right two years in a row. Uh-huh. Somebody's gotta do it. It's like when the, it's like when the first guy climbed Mount Everest. Finally somebody did it after so many tries. And then yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like a hundred people did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Man, it's like the moon landing. Just kidding. Yeah, everybody did that. No, it was yeah. fake. It was in a studio in yes. Los Angeles. Sure all right, fish and chip pod game time. <laughs> Chip Dale's got a game for Danny Boy over here. Yes. So I said it had to do with tacos. It's not only tacos. Once again, Taco Wednesday. Free tacos. Um, it's all fast food. <laughs> so uh, I picked. Uh, like unique food names, for example, like the Whopper. Where is that from? It's from um, Burger King. Yeah, so that's not going to be on here. But you know, like, so unique- if I know all these, you're going to know how much of a fat butt I am. Uh yes. So they're all basically names that are made famous by this restaurant or are original to that restaurant. Got it. I have seven of them. I think you'll do Doritos pretty well. Doritos Locos Tacos. <laughs> no, there's a few that are weird, but yeah. All right, ready. Yep. Number one, six pack and a pound. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's more of a little saint, but that's what that's what you order. Can I even know what like food product that is first? Uh, yes. 
Um, it's really big on Taco Tuesdays. <laughs> Six pack in a pound. Mm-hmm. So it's it's Taco Bell. Not Taco Bell. Taco John's? It's Taco John's. Oh, you okay. get six tacos and a pound of potato lays. Oh my gosh, that is a lot of potatoes. Uh-huh, but it's good. <laughs> Maybe not for one person, but it's Maybe not for one person. I feel like there's <laughs> a lot of people out there that are just like, yeah, I've eaten that whole thing by myself. Yeah, what do you mean not good for one person? <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, re- reevaluate my life right now. <laughs> All right, next one, filet of fish Filet fish give me back the play fish give me that fish at McDonald's. Yeah, that's that's right. Very good. Very nice. Very nice. Borat. Wow, wow, wow. All right. Um, next one, Frosty. Oh, that's Wendy's. Is that your final answer? I think so. <laughs> that's correct. It is Wendy's. Yeah. All right. How many more do I got? Okay. Uh, four. Okay. I don't know if you get this next one. You might. Okay. Uh, animal style burger. <laughs> I've heard of this before. It's pretty famous, I would say. Yeah, I've heard of this. It's either like First off, I want I want to say it's White Castle, but it can't be. Mm, it's not. It's not. Don't and then know. it's like it's like in and out or what's the other one? Oh, what's the other West Coast burger? It's like a burger joint, right? It is burger joint. And you're right. Um, yes, it's West Coast. <laughs> there's In-N-Out Burger. And then what's the other one? Whataburger. It's one of those two. I think it's In-N-Out. Final? We go with in Yeah, In-N-Out. Correct. Yeah, baby. It's just, I think it says it's all the toppings plus a secret sauce. Yeah, so I remember they nice. got like some funky names, animal style. Yeah. All right, you're doing well. Three more. Yeah. Number five, butter burger. Oh, so I know it's kind of vague, but it's kind of famous. Culver's, correct? Yeah, baby. It's more of the Midwest, I think. And you didn't think I was gonna get the last one before? Uh, Yeah, I I got In and Out, baby. I've never been to one, so I don't know. I have been to a couple. I think I've only eaten at one. Hmm. Um. When we went to Vegas a couple years ago, uh, we had to go there apparently, and I don't think I got—I don't think I got a burger there. I might have, yeah. but I was just listening to another radio show last week, and I think they were talking about animal-style burgers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the only reason I got that right. Convenient timing. All right, two more. Famous bowls. That's KFC. Sure is KFC. How fat am I? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe you just I know watch. where all this stuff is. You just, uh, I don't know. Watch the ads. The only one I couldn't get right was the taco place because I don't eat at taco places. Oh. All right. The, fi- the final one Crunch Wrap Supreme. That is a Taco Bell. It is a Taco Bell. Yeah, baby. Taco Bell original. It's like, it's like a soft shell around, uh, Hard yeah, shell like a with flat, some cheese in between. A flat. What's the name for a flat hard <coughs> shell? Like a tostada? I don't know. A fajita? Toast. Toast. Yeah, tostada. It's a tostada. Tostada wrapped in a uh, soft shell filled with beef, tomatoes, cheese, lettuce, and 
That might be it. I wouldn't have got the peppers if I knew it wouldn't fit. <laughs> yes. You can also get them black beans if you're a vegetarian. Oh, yeah. yeah Fun fact. Sure. Six out of seven. Very nice. Yeah, fish and chip podcast on twitter efficient pod are on spotify anchor apple Podcasts, the google machine and amazon remember use your smart speakers say hey google or alexa play fish and chip pod remember hashtag prop up with don't you siri though i don't think she works well yeah we already proved that we debunked that once we never heard that Oh, no, that's coming later. Um, <laughs> hashtag prop up with Thrive Fantasy. Promo code is FISH, F-I-S-H, FISH. Thank you all for listening, and stay sweet, universe. Sweet.